Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello to all my friends in the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, and India. Hello, friends. Here's to Poland. Dzień dobry. To Mexico, Puerto Rico, Belize. Hola. To Brazil. Oi. Zdratvuce. Russia. Bona ziua. Romania. Guten Tag, Germany. Bonjour. Listeners, leave a comment if you want me to say hello to you in your language. Happy to do it. Crystal Clear here. You're listening to more Morgulans. Listeners to this show are from all over the world, over 50 countries as of now, and I want to welcome some new guests. Austria, Cayman Islands, Dominican Republic, Guadalupe, Singapore, Finland, Belgium, South Africa, Indonesia, Israel, Slovakia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Estonia, Serbia, Uzbekistan, Hong Kong, Dominica, Greece, Vietnam, Turkey, Grenada, and Haiti. It is a small world after all, y'all. Let's go dig up some dirt I just got to know Because it really hurts I feel so alone But I've been shown That we're not alone No, we are not alone We are all alone in this together My fellow Morgies I thank you for tuning in because by doing so, by definition, we are together and no longer alone with this incredibly isolating condition called Morgulons. Nobody believes me, but I know I'm on the right side of history. One day, one day. We shall all be vindicated, because this is real. Stay tuned, we're going to the comment cave. Hi Crystal, it's Abby. I wanted to mention um, an article I found about a representative from New Jersey named Chris Smith, who um, had an amendment passed in Congress in August of of last year, um, giving more money to the CDC for... um, research on Lyme disease from 11 million to 20 million. And as I was looking into that, I learned about Plum Island and Lyme disease and Eric Traub, the Nazi German scientist who used ticks as vectors to experiment with different bacterias. Um, And so if there's any conspiracy, it's that that accidentally happened and America is responsible for bringing. And then I wanted to also actually give a shout out to Ginger Savely. 
Um, I know that I did go see her and I was unable to follow through with her protocol because of finances. But she is an advocate and her book is actually really good, very informational. Now that I know more about diseases and bacteria, viruses, parasites and all that, it was much easier for me to read this second time around and I got more from it. Whereas seven years ago, I was more panicky than I am now. So I wanted to read a couple interesting parts of her book. One that has to do with um, precipitating factors that she has found in many of her Morgellons patients and what they've been in contact with. There, one, a squirrel infestation after the home was vacated for a month while on vacation. Cleaning bird's nest out of the attic, which reminded me of Austin Morgie Curl. Moving into an apartment with fleas. Swimming in the Ganges River in India. Working in the garden with fertilizer without wearing gloves. Wading through a dirty pond, which I did at that festival and being stuck by a splinter cactus or rose thorn while working outside. When she goes to dispel the myths of Morgellons, the last myth is that it's man-made disease developed for biowarfare that accidentally or purposely has been released into the population at large. And she writes, there has been no evidence that substantial She also summarized a study done by the Georgia Department of Public Health. It reads, in 2006, in a response to an outcry from MD patients in Georgia, the Georgia Health Department initiated a surveillance study of unidentified dermatosis syndrome, a.k.a. Morgellons disease. A surveillance database was established to collect epi epidemiologic information about patients in Georgia with MD symptoms. The study was never completed and results never published because the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta stepped in and started investigating the disease on a national level. However, the director of the Chemical Hazards Program of the Division of Public Health presented preliminary results of their surveillance study at Georgia Health Department meeting in September 2007. Collected data revealed that the male-female ratio of responders was about 50-50. There were no notable precipitating factors to the disease, and the disease had no significant correlation with having outdoor hobbies. The majority of the reported cases were in the northern half of Georgia involved recent contact with upturned soils. No etiological theories were proposed, but patients were strongly urged to avoid harsh chemicals to self-treat. According to Georgia's survey, patients had reported using the following caustic chemicals topically in an effort to stop their torturous symptoms. Leech, yes. Ammonia, yes. Insect spray, yes. Dog flea dip, yep. Gasoline, no. Kerosene, no. WD-40, yes. Windex, yes. And Lysol, yes. Tried all those. And then it goes on to tell about the faulty CDC study, and she points out um, their failures and gain of function. This is what I just read about 
uh, Rand Paul, a congressman, I believe, um, brought it up, and they are stopping funding to the NIH or NHI, um, which ultimately funds the lab in China because it is well known that they do this gain-of-function research where they take animal zoonotic diseases and manipulate them to become stronger or super bugs, super viruses, and also able to infect humans. And I think that he made it pretty clear to Congress that we should not be supporting that type of lab work and our money should not go towards um, bio or research in other countries. And then last, I just wanted to mention a few connections that I've made lately. One, the night sweats. I have been having those for a few years now. Um, and I wake up drenched about 3 or 4 a.m. Not every morning, but almost every morning. And I know it's not my medication because they started years after I started taking the combination I take now. Um, I also got a new doctor because my doctor retired. She kind of just blew me off with my Morgellons, and I knew that she didn't really believe. She didn't make an effort to contact Ginger safely after I went. Um, so I really hadn't had her support, but she retired, and I have a new doctor now. And she wanted me to go to a dermatologist in in a nearby city about two hours away who specializes in dermatology and psychology. My eyes welled up. I And I knew that she wasn't going to have my back because that's the same dermatologist that my local, not my, a local dermatologist told me to go to, the one in Rochester that specializes in psychology and dermatology because they go hand in hand sometimes. Yes, like the delusional parasitosis. But anyhow, I'm not going to get anywhere with that. My husband always brings up what I eat because he doesn't believe me either. Start spreading the news from New York. It's Miss Abby. Hey, girl. Um, thanks for the calls. Thanks for the messages, the comments. Lots to think about. Lots to talk about. First thing on my list to address is your husband. I don't know if your husband is a great guy, a shitty guy, or what, but here's one thing I do know about spouses nagging each other about what the other person eats. Here are the tips from eatingwell.com, and I tend to agree with these suggestions, folks, if you want to stay married or if you want to stay together. Be a part of a healthy solution. Stock your house with healthy foods. Lead by example, cook healthy meals for your partner, and foster healthy together time activities. Wouldn't that be grand? Yes, it would. Um, yeah, so hopefully uh, his, uh, you know, discussions about your diet 
are uh, appropriate. And uh, if they're not, you have every right to establish your boundaries by letting him know that it's your body and your choice what to eat. Um, Although I'm sure he just cares about you and wants you to feel better. Uh, I know how frustrating it is to have a partner or a friend or a family member uh, who doesn't believe you about having the morgulons or what the morgulons are and they think, you know, maybe you're losing it a little bit. Um, and it's uh, I, every morgue knows, right? Because I, it's, I, I mean, maybe not. Maybe there are some folks out there who everybody believes them that's in their circle. And if you are one of those people, by the grace of God, amen, that is wonderful. Um, I'm so happy for you. So happy for you. Because for the rest of us, one of the worst things about Mortalons is the isolation. The isolation, yes. Um, we seek medical care and we are um, not receiving the care. Uh, so being dismissed and having our credibility undermined, as I've said one million times on this show. But I'll keep saying it until it's an accepted, legitimate disease, because it is not a delusional disorder. Um, I got the face lesions to prove it, folks. Wow. The other thing I wanted to address second, the night sweats. Girl, scary. Um, other things could cause night sweats. I don't know of many. Uh, quite honestly, with the uh, concomitant, you know, symptoms that we've had. You said you had that lump on your neck. Was that a lymph node? Um, I don't know. Just, just thinking, thinking things through, trying to, trying to think tank it. Um, yeah, but that's a really interesting thing to note. And I really appreciate you sharing it. I, I, Abby, you have been so generous to me and all the listeners of this show with sharing candidly your, um, health history. And, and I just, I have to say that is, that is a huge thing. And listeners out there that have never called in to comment on the show, um, really, I, I really, you don't have to be on the show. I will not play your message on the show if you don't want me to, uh, never would violate your privacy like that. Um, if you just want to send it out there and a message in the bottle for me to listen to, that's fine. But I have to say it is so helpful to me personally, just on a personal level, it is so helpful to hear about what other people who identify with Morgan's disease, hear what they are experiencing in terms of signs and symptoms. And remember guys, the difference between signs and symptoms, when you're looking at a medical terminology in that context, medical records, you know, signs are things that are physical signs, right? Like a lesion on your face. Symptoms are objective uh, things like pain, right? You can't verify someone's pain is at a eight on a one to 10 scale. You just got to take their word for it, right? It's subjective. Um, feeling tired. That's a subjective symptom. Having uh, non-healing lesions is a sign. But somehow with Morland's disease, even the objective signs of the disease are dismissed as as non-irrelevant data. That is ridiculous. This lesion on my face, guys, that has been there for, I don't 
don't know. What are we at now? 762 years, I believe. Um, it's still there. It's getting deeper and more. Um, it's it's it becomes more disfiguring every single day, um, which sucks. But I don't care. Whatever. Still hot. Radiating beauty from within. Thank you, God. Um, yeah. I really just feel like the main thing I want to say, Abby, is that I appreciate you. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Well, listeners, I never thought I'd say this, but Rand Paul is right. We should not be funding gain-of-function research through the NIH, the National Institute of Health, a taxpayer-funded entity that is part of the executive branch of the United States government. We should not be funding Chinese laboratory experiments where scientists are trying to mix up different varietals of corona to see how uh, virulent and transmissible they can make them. Virulent means how like sick it makes you and how much it infects you. And transmissible is like how easy it is to pass from one person to another. Should China be playing around with those toys? No. And if they do, we sure as hell shouldn't be paying for it. We should be, I guess, playing around with our own toys. <clears throat> Plum Island. Yes, Abigail, there is a lot of weird stuff about the United States uh, Department of Defense um, funded investigation and experimentation with biological weapons. Again, I will recommend the book Bitten that I recommended very on, early on in season one of this show. Um, it was quite good. If anybody else has any recommendations on a similar, you know, of a similar uh, vein, I would love to hear them. I'm sure the other listeners would as well. I don't know if I believe that Morgulons is government or state actor gone wrong engineered bioweapon. I don't know. I, I don't think it's likely, but I also know that it's possible and if that were to be going on, it would certainly take a while before either A, the authorities would catch on, B, once they did catch on, what is the likelihood they would want to let that information out? I mean, talk about mass hysteria, that would be, well, it would be, in a way, it would be awesome because it would be like, see, I told you, but I still wouldn't want everyone to have to live with the fear of this fearsome skin disorder. Um, the other thing, very interesting, and, and thank you for the shout out to Ginger Savely. I know I've been critical of her and others in the uh, Charles E. Holman Foundation's uh, organization, other health professionals, but you know, this is America, y'all. <laughs> America, and we got a right to say what we think, our opinions, what we believe. So I completely respect your right to do that as well. Um, so shout out to Ginger Savely. Thank you for your advocacy. That's valid. That's legit. I'm with you, Abby. Um, that sucks about your doctor. Like, 
I, I have no judgment or, you know, assumption about why you continued to see a doctor that didn't believe or support you about a central concern in your health, but I know how <laughs> exhausting um, that search for medical assistance must be. I am about to enter upon that journey again this coming Friday the 25th when I go visit the kooky doctor I found online. Um, Yeah, I'm excited about it. If nothing else, I will get a CBC with diff and a CMP, which stands for complete blood count with differentiation, meaning telling you what the different cells are, like white blood cells, red blood cells, blah, blah, blah. Um, And a CMP is a complete metabolic profile. So that's things like your kidney function, uh, your electrolytes, calcium, sodium, potassium, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, so I am just really, really, really appreciative of the messages. I know I'm forgetting a few things that I want to, that were really thought provoking that you said, and uh, I'll, I'll probably circle back around to it, but I am getting ready to go on a trip to Austin, Texas. That's right. Joining forces with Austin Morgie girl to hang out on her ranch in Austin, Texas. Um, I would absolutely love to hear from you again, Abby, and any other listener out there who has commented previously or who has never commented. I really, really think there's a lot of power in having a platform for people to share their stories. So, um, yeah, don't be shy, y'all. I don't bite. I don't fight. Okay? So, check me out. Anchor, I think, is where you leave the comment. Pretty sure. Anchor.com. It's an app, too. You can download it. Yeah, Anchor, I'm doing some free advertising for ya. But, um, but yeah, it is a decent platform. Okay, guys. Have a wonderful Sunday. Have a fun Sunday. And have a grateful day. Thanks for listening. Crystal clear. Stay tuned.